afternoon to our listeners out there. Uh, my name is Friday Longway again, and today I'm joined by uh, Don Dangan to host this podcast for us. Welcome, Don. Thank you, Friday. Okay, and our guest for this episode is Dr. Essen Chalan, uh, the Director of uh, Teaching and Learning Centre in this in, um, at our university. It's not just in the School of Foreign Languages, but uh, Izmir University of Economics. Welcome, Dr. Um, Essen. Thank you for having me as a guest here in this podcast episode. Okay, uh, you're welcome. So, uh, uh, um, Don, we'll just go through a brief background um, about our guest for this episode. Um, okay. Up to you, Don. There you go. Thank you, Friday. Okay, SN, I can see that you started working at Izmir University of Economics in 2002. Right. Is when you started. It's been a long, long time here. <laughs> That's 20 years. Exactly. Is there any um, uh, kind of celebration or uh, recognition award for serving this university for 20 years? Not so far. <laughs> 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 but I'm happy working here, as you can imagine. <laughs> to be here almost 20 years, I can see... I can see how happy you are, okay? And I can see that you were the level coordinator from 2003 to 2009. You were the head of testing from 2009 to 2014. You were the director of the Teaching and Learner Learning Center from 2015 to now. And you are a specialist in educational technology and distance learning. Yeah, when you say those, it's too too much, right? <laughs> In 20 years' time, yeah. It's, it's, it sounds quite a lot. But I mean, even more, more importantly, um, you talked about uh, specialists in education, technology, and distance learning. And three years ago, um, everybody was struck by the pandemic and the amazing work that you did to set up the Blackboard Collaborate and to facilitate for all the university students to be doing lessons online was quite spectacular and amazing. So we have a question. The first one there is, were there any plans for online education before the pandemic struck? Uh, yes, because we had some distance education master's programs, MA programs in the business administration. Uh, so Actually, we were not very far away from the idea of distance education or online learning. And as the director of teaching and learning center at this university, I was uh, in charge of, you know, giving mm. orientation sessions to students and the instructors as well about how right. to mm -hmm. uh, conduct these uh, online lessons classes. And uh, when the pandemic hit, uh, we, I mean, everybody in, in this university believed that we were so lucky for two reasons. One, because we had all the technology. We had our learning management system and distance yeah. education mm -hmm. systems and lecture capture softwares and everything. And the second reason was that they were, they felt lucky because they had the TLC helping, giving them a help, uh, a hand while arranging these sessions. Yeah. So that was quite amazing. Uh, up to you, Don, there you go. Okay. Uh -huh. What were the first days of the pandemic like for you? Well, I don't want to remember, probably. <laughs> that was crazy. So, uh, yeah, of course, it was something new to everyone and everybody was panicking, not only because of, you know, how to do their education, but also how to survive in their everyday life. And because of the psychology, everybody was in a panic. Uh, they were so stressed, but I had to keep calm and help people 
And when, when I say people, I'm talking about maybe uh, 12,000 people yeah, at this university. Exactly. Yeah. So uh -huh. I try to do my best to reach everyone and be available to everyone. So it meant lack of sleep, lack of food, lack of break. Um, mm -hmm. But we survived all together. Okay. And who assisted you most during this time? Because I know there's no way you could have done this by yourself. I mean, you had to have some people that were helping you. And who, yeah. who would you like to mention at this time? Maybe you you may not believe that, but we were just two people. Really? Yeah. Only two of you? The TLC, I'm the director, and we had one uh, staff, personnel, uh, goes there, and she and I tried to handle everything, wow. all on our own. <laughs> two people handling everything for 12,000 people. Yeah, but of course, we were helping, giving them a help uh, about their education when it came to some software and hardware stuff. Of mm -hmm. course, our help desk, uh, our university's IT uh, department was here to give give a hand. But for the education, for the pedagogy, for the academic work, for everything, we were just two people. Incredible. Incredible indeed. I think everybody's expecting you to have a staff of 30, 40 people running around doing things, but that's impressive. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, we did, a, we did our best and I believe we did very well. Well, I know we were up and running before a lot of other universities even got a, a foot in the door. We were already online before they had even, even decided to go online. Exactly. And I think that comes down to the work that you did, not only during that time, but up to before that time too. Yeah, because actually the thing is, the mindset was there, was ready. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. because I was the head of prep program, yeah. I was in charge of the, you know, curriculum assessment and everything back mm -hmm. then. And at the same time, the director of teaching and learning center dealing with all those technologies. Yeah. I had that mindset and I had, I had the uh, chance and opportunity to shift everything online very mm -hmm. quickly because of the, that readiness, you know, that mindset. Well, that Excellent. made a difference, didn't it? Okay. And what were some of your biggest successes and least successes, I don't want to say failures, that you have had? What were some of your biggest successes? Well, the things that I have described so far, I think has been the biggest success because, you know, helping everybody at university, not having enough human resources, but trying to do your best to give people a help under those, you know, uh, stressful times mm -hmm. was a great, great achievement for me because, uh, I mean, the feedback that people gave and the appreciation that I received, that was so satisfying. I mean, that's part of being a teacher as well, right? I mean, if you have some positive comments and thank yous, yeah. then you appreciate it. You get more motivated. That's, that's part of that's being a teacher. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, um, we still thank you and we're still doing online lessons, by the way. So yeah. <laughs> that's like three years later. So <laughs> still, uh, we're still grateful for the work that you did. Um, so uh, what is the biggest difference you noticed between students and academicians in regards to the distance education satisfaction survey results from when the pandemic started to now? I don't know if you ever, you, I'm sure you carried out some satisfaction survey between students as well as um, yeah. academicians. Thank you for uh, mentioning that again. Mm -hmm. At the end of each term, uh, we conduct surveys, satisfaction surveys, both for uh, the instructors and the students. 
And this is not only about technology, of course, but also, you know, about their general education, their courses, their expectations mm-hmm. and everything. And I kindly right. uh, ask every uh, student of ours to complete those surveys because, because we take them seriously. We read every in each and every line of their comments and everything. So mm-hmm. we would appreciate it if they complete those in time. And difference uh, from the instructor's perspective, they are more, way more confident than they were at the beginning, of course. Of course yeah. They learned a lot. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, we learned a lot altogether. And uh, I have been running an, a, a, a professional development course for our faculty instructors. Uh, they are students now, uh, just like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, undergrad students. They are improving themselves because I believe learning, we should follow the principles of lifelong learning. And with that belief in mind, uh, some of the professors, some of the lecturers Mm -hmm. are doing a a professional development course and they also improve day by day because teaching and online education doesn't mean technology only. Technology is just a tool, but the way you use it, the purpose that you use it for is crucial. Uh, it has to be meaningful. That's why we're, uh, I'm trying to help uh, some of our faculty members to improve themselves in that way too. And they feel more confident. As for the students, yeah, uh, they are also learning a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are good at you know, using technology. I know that, that social media stuff, for example, TikTok, I don't know what it's like. I just hear about it, but I know how, uh, you know, skillful they are in using those. However, when it comes to writing an email, using Excel exactly. or Word Office Excel. programs, they don't have those skills yet, but they are improving. I can observe that. That's great. Okay. So were there any surprises for you from these survey results and also uh, what you notice the differences between before the pandemic and now? Uh, were there any surprises in terms of like what you, did, what you just mentioned about the students being quite savvy, quite good with technology, but they can't use Excel and Word? Yeah. Um, one thing that surprises me and also makes me a bit sad is that maybe you may think that this is just a detail, but it's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, our students still don't use, some of the students still don't use their university email account. Yeah. And they miss some inform- important uh, information, announcements, and then it's too late to take action for something important. So I keep reminding uh, all of our students that they should use their university email account, frequently check their inbox because a lot of uh, important announcements, Blackboard mm-hmm. notifications and everything go there. And uh, if they are informed, they'll do better, of course. Yeah, I can see that. I have students who, I say, send me an email, but they have, Hojam, I can't use my school email because I forgot the password. That shouldn't be the case, right? <laughs> that should never be the case. Okay. Previous, previously, you managed two positions as head of the Teaching and Learning Center as well as being the coordinator of the English Preparatory Program in the School of Foreign Languages. However, you are now more focused on the Teaching and Learning Center. Could you tell us more about this department and what is the Teaching and Learning Center? Very good question. 
Oh, Teaching and Learning Center. Uh, it was established back in 2014. And a couple of months later, I was appointed as the director and mm -hmm. I had no idea about what the center would be involved in at back then, of course. Uh, but I'm a teacher and I have PhD in education, education management. So later on, I understood that it was the right place to work for, mm -hmm. you know, uh, trying to help people uh, both in terms of learning and teaching processes and also technologies and everything. What do we do? Basically, it's not only about technology, first of all. Of course, technology is there. Educational technologies are important because we cannot do anything without technology these days. That's sure, true, yeah. but it's just a tool. What is the idea behind it? So uh, what we do is we conduct seminars, both for our faculty members, professors, and our students. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. We conduct workshops and they could be about anything related with education and career. For example, uh, a month ago, we conducted a series of uh, seminars, webinars actually, uh, about, uh, you know, CV writing or job applications or how to use uh, Wikipedia or uh, using different softwares to improve your, uh, mm. their certain skills, such kind of seminars. And in the past, we had effective communication skills workshops. We had time management workshops. So we believe that these were the important uh, you know, skills that students should have. That's mm -hmm. why we try to organize seminars like those for our students. We still do that, you know, periodically we organize seminars for our students for our teachers of course we have seminars and training programs and right. certificate programs which we have just started and uh, as a teaching and learning center we're also doing the our guest on this episode is dr asin charian the Director of Teaching and Learning Centre at Izmir University of Economics. She's joined us today to talk about what facilities and services are available to both students and university lecturers in the TLC office.